Hello and welcome to the World Economic Forum's podcast series, Cities of Tomorrow. My name is Alice Charles and I lead the World Economic Forum Global Future Council on Cities and Urbanisation. In this podcast, we will be exploring the different challenges that the world cities are facing in order to become smart and sustainable. In this second episode, I will be talking to Hazem Gawal, who is the leader of Cities and Local Government in PwC. He is also a member of the World Economic Forum Global Future Council on Cities and Urbanisation. Cities are the engines of growth. Uh, it's where a lot of countries make their GDP uh, and generate the most ideas and innovations. Uh, but at the same time, it's where we see a lot of challenges related to pollution, uh, energy use, uh, crowded areas and, and health um, dangers as well and threats. Yeah. And, and Hazem, you're obviously based in the Middle East, but uh, you have a global perspective as well. Maybe you might tell us just about some of the challenges that you see Middle Eastern uh, cities are facing? Um, so the Middle East really is uh, one of those areas uh, around the world that has been very highly urbanized. So countries like Saudi Arabia and Egypt and so forth have had um, you know, more than 80%, uh, almost sometimes 90% of their population living in cities. And that's why a lot of the issues that we see in um, you know, mega cities manifest themselves in the Middle East. I would say if you look at the Middle East, there are three diff- distinct types of cities. In countries you know, like Egypt and the Levant, it's primarily about very old cities, the likes of Cairo, Damascus and Baghdad that have been there for many, many years. And the sh- solutions and challenges that they face are primarily around urban regeneration. Then you have another group of cities basically in the Gulf countries. These are relatively young cities. Um, they are facing other issues related to the availability of uh, natural resources like water. They have some of the highest um, you know, energy uses per capita in the world, so how to make sure that they become more sustainable. And then the third group is, unfortunately, those cities that have been destroyed because of civil wars or conflicts, and they're going to be facing a major reconstruction. And the question becomes, as you're rebuilding them, how do you rebuild them with more modern infrastructure and better quality of life? To quote a mayor who said to me recently, um, he said, nation states reach agreements on, um, for example, the Sustainable Development Goals, the Paris Agreement, um, the New Urban Agenda, but we will actually implement those agreements. So how do you see cities in, in the Middle East trying to implement those agreements? As a matter of fact, this is this is very relevant to a lot of the ongoing discussions right now, because as you correctly pointed out, the implementations of all of these global agreements would only take place in cities. And unfortunately, not every single country in the Middle least has been able to start measuring its statistics and to report them at the city or region level. So, And a lot of the countries in the Middle East that have signed on to these international agreements are realizing that without starting to monitor the progress at a regional or city level, you would not be able really to um, you know, fulfill and honor these obligations that they, ma- 
made to the global or and the international community. So it's resulting in a big change in terms of how the urban management at a citywide level or a regional level, you know, or a metropolitan area is being handled in these countries in the Middle East. And can you tell me about the role of uh, the fourth industrial revolution or, you know, innovation and technology more generally in, in realizing uh, some of these goals? Um, again, when you look at the region, it's uh, a two-speed region. So you find the likes of Dubai, Abu Dhabi, who are really embracing the concepts of the fourth industrial revolution and are starting to look at, you know, uh, AI. There is a minister of AI in the UAE. They're also, you know, putting sensors, trying to drive data analytics, build citywide data exchanges between private and public sector data and so forth. But at the same time, there are other cities, you know, like Cairo, for example, and other cities where they're still struggling with basic mobility issues. And the fourth industrial revolution in this case would offer them solutions that could leapfrog some of the issues they're facing and really start to, you know, solve some of these urban challenges, leveraging technology at a scale that they wouldn't be able to do otherwise. Around the world we've seen smart city technologies being introduced. Generally uh, most of the projects are pilots, many of them fail to get beyond uh, the pilot stage. Um, so bearing all of that in mind, what do we need to do from a governance point of view, a financing point of view, um, to actually get some of these smart city initiatives to, to scale? I think there are different levers that really have to be uh, used to start scaling up some of these solutions so that they go beyond the single use case or successful example. Um, as you correctly pointed out, funding is a, is a key issue there in terms of how do you come up with innovative ways so that the government at the local level, be it through crowdfunding, municipal bonds, or even access or ability to get their fair share of um, multilateral or national budgets in alignment with what they really need. The other key enabling factor for scaling is actually governance in terms of giving cities more autonomy and power to be able to, uh, again, direct their budgets and how they would like to see their spending. And then last but not least is allowing every city to have access to this know-how. There isn't globally a repository of these urban solutions and oftentimes the the membership that cities have in different networks of cities don't really allow them to get a full view of everything that's happening around them and there is a lot of reinvention of the wheel because there is a lack of integration of all of these different city platforms and the ability to create a meta repository that would have all of these urban solutions accessible to city managers. If you think about cities in the Middle Eastern context, what can the rest of the world learn from them? And what can they learn from, from other major cities that, that, that you're working with around the world? Um, interestingly enough, when you look at some of the historical engineering uh, that has taken place in some of the Middle Eastern cities, be it in terms of the water distribution systems and even the architecture, building the cities in a way so that you know you're getting shade 
based on the architecture and all of these. These are all indigenous solutions and I think a lot of the Middle Eastern cities started really to lose their identity when they started copying what the Western cities are doing rather than to go back and to think about what's unique about them and how they can leverage some of the older solutions with a more modern context enabled by technology. So I think that is one element if you look at some of the recycling, for example, uh, techniques that they had in the past, circular economy, that was pretty much established in a lot of the ancient Middle Eastern cities, and also a lot of the uh, modern potential in terms of solar, in terms of some other applications, I think would be very relevant and, uh, you know, exportable to the rest of the world. On the other side, I think also a lot of the governance, um, you know, uh, lessons learned from Western cities would be very important to import into the, uh, of course, customized to the local context in Middle Eastern cities, so that you're able to improve the urban management structures and to be able to give more autonomy to a lot of the Middle Eastern cities and regions because oftentimes right now a lot of the decisions that affect them are made at the central government level and they're not always very much aligned with what the actual needs are on the ground. That was Hazem Gowal, the global leader of cities and local government at PwC and a member of the World Economic Forum Global Future Council on Cities and Urbanization. My name is Alice Charles and you've been listening to the second episode of the podcast series Cities of Tomorrow.